Hello, welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm Chris Agura. In previous episodes of Block Talk, I walked you through some of the more advanced features of the Visual Studio Code uh, extension, which has um, lots of capabilities around debugging, deploying, and working with smart contracts. Today, I'm going to continue that discussion uh, and show you some of the more advanced features around the logic app generation. Uh, let me go ahead and bring up Visual Studio and show you what we're going to be talking about today. So here on the screen, uh, again, if you're familiar with previous episodes, you've seen uh, the Logic App, or sorry, the Visual Studio Code extension. Uh, you're familiar with this environment here. Uh, you can see I've already built uh, and compiled the, the program. I've also deployed the smart contract uh, to the Azure blockchain service here. You see some of that um, metadata around the deployment, contract address, et cetera. Um, in the previous episode, we showed you some of the more advanced features uh, down here around generating microservices. We talked about how if I were to click this menu item here, I generate microservices which wrap my contract functions like send request, uh, send response, etc. around a set of micro fun uh, microservices which are um, accessed and, and um, uh, leveraged through the logic app. Uh, logic apps will exercise a function, take their function results, and then send them back through you in sort of like a REST-like interface. Uh, today, I want to continue that discussion and show you uh, another one of these examples. I want to do the data publishing workflow, uh, show you what that does, show you how it's, it's used, and also talk maybe a little bit about how that's related to the blockchain data manager episode that uh, we had on Block Talk just a few weeks ago. Uh, so let's go ahead and generate this workflow and let me show you what, what happens when we do that. So I'll click the button here, generate publishing workflow. You see as the extension sort of um, walks through the process here, it asks me what type of application do I want to build. Today we'll do logic apps, but again you always have flow applications as an option here. Uh, we'll generate a logic app. Uh, you see here it asks me for the contract address. This is the deployed address of the contract that I want to interact with. Uh, you see here again with the metadata, I have the deployed address of Hello Blockchain. So I'll copy that address uh, and paste it into the window here. Again, in future updates of our extension, we'll make this process um, automatic for you. Uh, it'll ask me a few more questions. What is my subscription? Where do I want to deploy this into? Uh, I'll go ahead and fill out that data. You see here the extension did a little bit of work in the background. What it did was add this directory for me, generated logic app. Inside that directory, you see two files. Again, if you saw the previous episode around um, working with these logic app generators, you see the first file here is a JSON file, which we won't go into detailed discussion on. It's a JSON file that describes what logic app I'm going to use and how it's connected to other logic apps. Uh, in a second, I'll flash over to the portal. You can see a little bit better. Uh, what that actually looks like. But here you'll also see a SQL file, a SQL stored procedure, in fact. In this file, you see a very simple SQL statement, create table, table name, uh, with some data types for the table, right? So a single um, entry, varchar, 255 wide. Um, this is really sort of the key piece of what we just generated. Um, let me show you actually how these two pieces flow together. So if I open up a browser, and again, if I were literally just to take that JSON file, cut and paste it into logic app code view here, this is what I get. I get a logic app that has uh, this flow with it. I have the Ethereum logic app that is monitoring my smart contract. Again, it already has the ABI injected into it. It's got, um, this one has the dummy address. If I had actually used the, the one I just um, generated on screen, you would have seen the, the real contract address there. 
And what it's doing is monitoring my EVM, monitoring that contract for any state changes. Once you have a state change, what it does is it sends that state change off into this SQL logic app. You see the SQL logic app, what it's doing is inserting a row into a database. And it's inserting a row into the database that I've connected it to. So I have a database, a SQL database deployed in Azure. I've already pre-connected it before we started recording this episode so you didn't have to see some of the, uh, that, that piece, but it's pretty straightforward to connect this, set it up. So now what happens is when this logic app gets exercised, any state changes that happen on my contract are automatically flowed into this database. Uh, if you want to look at the database real quick, you see here's the database it's connected to. You see this table state changed and you see this uh, entry here, state data, that's that bar chart value. So again, it really is kind of a simple example of how you go from something that looks like this, something that looks like um, a simple logic app uh, that's monitoring my EVM, sending this data into SQL. Um, and anytime now that I interact with my contract and change state, that EVM notifies the logic app, the logic app then forwards that data off into SQL. And then at that point, um, the SQL table just has this endlessly growing list of what's going on in my blockchain. This is very similar in concept to uh, an episode we'll uh, have coming up, an episode talking about how Blockchain Data Manager does the same thing here. And we'll talk about a little bit of how the Visual Studio Code extension has now um, been updated to sort of work a little bit better with Blockchain Data Manager uh, and how this same sort of event, the same sort of process works uh, between uh, Blockchain Data Manager, Visual Studio Code, and how it's related to what you just saw on the screen. So thank you for joining us today. I hope you got a little bit of insight how to use some of these more advanced features in the Visual Studio Code extension for Ethereum. Uh, we'll continue to sort of talk about new features we've added. We added quite a bit uh, over the last few months uh, to the extension. We'll have new episodes on that coming up. Uh, again, please follow us here on Channel 9 at the Block Talk Show uh, or follow us on Twitter at MSFT Blockchain. Thanks. Thanks.